Hello, Bridge Builders! I'm here with some exciting news. The first volume of interviews is now available on Amazon.com. The link can be found at eatlunchandboardgame.com. I promise that all proceeds from sales of this book will go right back into this podcast and channel. Whether that is new and better audio equipment for the podcast, or video equipment for the YouTube channel, or even more games to review, the money will not be wasted. Click over to Amazon and get your copy of Eat Lunch and Board Game, the first course today. And thank you for supporting the show. In early 2019, the son and I were watching a lot of Watch It Played with Rodney Smith. Like, a lot. One episode that caught my eye and his was Horrified by Ravensburger. Then, for some reason, I totally forgot about it. It kept coming up on lists of games that are great to play in an hour. While attending a convention, I saw it at the flea market event and snatched it up immediately. I sat down that night and played with a fellow game designer, and we both enjoyed it. In Horrified, you and your teammates are working together as characters right out of the Universal Monster movies to rid the town of the monsters haunting the streets. Two to four monsters of the seven available are wandering around the streets terrorizing the villagers. You and your team must collect specific items that are scattered around the town. These items are then used to confront and defeat each different monster in a unique and specific way. All this must be achieved before the monsters terrorize the locals too much or the monster deck runs out. Do you think you and your friends have what it takes to stand your ground? Defend the town and save them from Frankenstein's monster and his bride? Wolfman? Dracula? Creature from the Black Lagoon? The Invisible Man? Or the Mummy? Did the son and I enjoy it after three and a half years of waiting? How did it go over at the office? Let's find out. Ryan, welcome back to the Lunch and Board Game. I'm your host, Adam Collins, and let's take a look at the rule clarity for Horrified. Daunting is one of my favorite words to describe rule books. Horrified's rule book looks to be quite daunting, but take a deep breath. It is not as bad as it looks. The first nine pages are the rules, and they are actually very clear, laid out nicely, and have perfect examples to walk you through it. The last five pages are the individual rules for each of the monsters in the game. The rule book walks you through the setup, the turn order, and then the end game with plenty of examples along the way. Bravo to Prospero Hall for making an easily accessible set of rules. Time to explain to newcomers. The basic gameplay can be explained in about 15 minutes. The gameplay is actually quite simple. What takes time is setting up and explaining each of the different monsters. Those take a few minutes each. The monster phase explanation takes a little bit of time too. Gameplay. This setup can be a bit cumbersome depending on the monsters in the game. The rulebook suggests Dracula and Creature from the Black Lagoon for your first game. The rules also state that two monsters are used in a novice game, three in a standard game, and four in a challenging game. I cannot imagine trying to beat a challenging game. 
Each monster has a complexity rating of low, Dracula and the Invisible Man, medium, the creature from the Black Lagoon, the Wolfman, or high, Frankenstein and his bride, and the mummy. So mix and match as you see fit. Each monster has its own objective that must be accomplished to defeat it. Dracula, destroy his four coffins, and then the Dracula himself, since he has nowhere left to sleep. Wolfman, discover the cure for lycanthropy and administer it to him. The Invisible Man, gather evidence that he exists and trap him. The creature from the Black Lagoon, find his lair and drive him away. Frankenstein's monster and bride, teach them how to be human so they can be happy together. The Mummy, break his curse and get him back in his tomb. Place the monster mat for each monster in play off to the side of the main board and follow the specifics for each monster. Place the frenzy marker on the monster with the lowest frenzy number. This is the fire icon. Set the terror marker on the zero of the track at the top of the board. Place the 10 villagers and three dice close by. Shuffle and distribute at random a hero badge to each player. Take the matching hero standee and place it in their starting location. Lastly, draw 12 items from the item bag and place them around the board at the location listed on them. The game plays in two phases per turn, the hero phase and the monster phase. The hero phase is simple. On a hero's turn, take as many actions as your hero badge allows, three to five. Actions are move and guide, one location. Pick up all the items from a region. Share items with heroes in your location. Use the advance action or defeat a monster. Simply put, you're moving, picking up, sharing, or trying to achieve the endgame. Once the investigator has taken all allotted actions, it is the dreaded monster phase. Flip the top monster card. Each card has a lot going on on it. The top number instructs how many new items are to be drawn and placed into their respective locations on the board. This is typically the only consistent good news on the monster cards. Well, I take that back. Some don't add any. Next, read and resolve the event. These come in three basic flavors, specific monster event, any monster event, or villager appears. If it is for a specific monster and that monster is not in the game, you can breathe a sigh of relief. If the monster is in the game, resolve the event. These can be damaging, like move the bride closer to the monster, or they can be disastrous, like move the creature to a new water location. When we played in the office, we were trying to finish battling the creature, but we kept drawing all his event cards, and he just kept hopping around the board, and we almost lost trying to catch up to him. If it is a basic monster action, it isn't so bad. Typically, it's just move the monsters. Lastly, if a villager appears, dig through the standees and find the specified villager. The card dictates where they appear, and the standee dictates where they're trying to go. It is now you and your team's duty to try and escort the villager where they want to go. If they get scared or attacked, the terror meter goes up and that villager is removed from the game. Which brings us to the last portion of the card's anatomy, the Monsters Strike section. From left to right, resolve a monster strike consisting of moving the shown monster the number of spaces, then rolling the number of dice if they land on a spot with an investigator or villager. Monsters always move toward the closest person, villager, or investigator. If there's a tie, they go after the investigators. If there's a tie between two of the same, the players choose. A monster will always stop when entering a space with a pawn, villager, or investigator. 
When rolling the dice, there's a 33% chance that they will roll nothing. Blank. However, if anything other than a blank side appears, bad stuff happens. If a starburst appears, this is an attack. Any villager left alone will immediately be scared. Remove the pawn from the board and advance a terror marker one space. If an investigator is attacked, the player may discard any item to negate one attack or two for two attacks or even three if you're really unlucky like me. If a player cannot or chooses not to discard, they are immediately removed from the board. The terror marker advances one and at the start of that next player's turn the pawn is placed at the hospital spot of the board this is to avoid one player getting attacked more than once before being able to move the monster strike part can also have a fire symbol meaning that the frenzied monster attacks this could be a monster that already attacked this round and yes this happens a lot and it is typically not good if an exclamation mark appears read the specific monster mat for what happens and I can tell you, it is never good, and it gets worse if more than one exclamation mark appears. For instance, the creature moves the boat back one space on the track for each one. We had him cornered, and I could not defeat him because he had moved the boat back one spot, so the investigator had to wait for someone else to advance it back forward again on their turn. That is when the creature started moving all around the board. Now let's take a bit to talk about the villagers. If an investigator is able to lead a villager to their desired location, they follow the investigator for free, that investigator draws from the perks deck. Perks can be played at any time and for no action. As with most cooperative games, there are different ways to lose. If the terror meter ever reaches the end of its track, the town is terrified. I know, it should be the horror track and they should be horrified, but I didn't write the rules. If you should need to draw a monster card for the monster phase and the deck is empty, you lose as you ran out of time to save the town. However, if you were able to defeat all the monsters, you win. Last time we played at the office, we beat Frankenstein and his bride along with the creature with one monster card left. One. That was too close for comfort. Replayability. This is a huge positive for Horrified. You can adjust the gameplay's difficulty by playing against two to four monsters. Each monster has a unique way to defeat it, a difficulty rating, and can be combined into 120 different combinations. While I've said it before, that does not directly correlate to replayability. Unlike Clue, however, the combinations are unique and make the gameplay differently. The player quantity with these combinations make for a different strategy each time. I love the replayability of Horrified. Adding the extra fan made, monsters, which I'll talk about later, and voila, you have more replayability. More on those awesome creations in a bit. Component quality. Ravensburger produces some high-quality components for their games, and Horrified is no exception. The first thing you will notice are the amazing miniatures of the monsters themselves. All seven look like they came straight out of the movies themselves. All of the item chits, investigator and village standees, investigator badges, and all of the parts needed for each monster are made from a nice, thick chipboard that will hold up very well. The cards are have cardstock, but I think I'm going to sleeve mine here shortly as the game is starting to see a lot more table time. The dice are nice engraved custom dice. Horrified comes with a nice velvet bag for drawing the items. Really, 
I just wish that the monster boards themselves were made of the same thick chipboard as the rest of the components instead of a cardstock more similar to the playing cards. The game comes with a basic insert that is more useful than most, but it could be improved upon. It is just cardboard and not vacuum molded plastic. Lunchtime Potential The box lists this game time at 60 minutes. This is the case, but only if everyone involved already knows how to play. It takes time to teach the game, set up the game, then play the game. Playing with more monsters takes longer, as does playing with more players. Horrifying can be played in an hour, but you might want to spend a day explaining it ahead of time or send out a how-to video to jumpstart the teaching. Most of my team watched the video. We were able to set up, play, pack it up, all in under an hour. Artwork. So this game was designed by Prospero Hall. It is a game design collaborative base out of Seattle, so no one person is credited with the artwork. Hey, if they're cool with it, who am I to judge? The artwork in Horrified matches the feel of the 30s, 40s, and 50s films that the game is based on. It heightened the theme and immensive gaming experience. The board is also beautifully illustrated. The perk cards and monster decks also feature artwork that feels like came straight from the classic monster film series. The artwork matches so well with the mechanics and the game's overall feel is very thematic. Other. While this is not technically an other for Horrified, I did start renting the original Universal Monster movies from the library, watching them on Tubi, and anywhere else that I could find them for free. As a matter of fact, I was surprised at how dramatic and depressing a lot of them were. I had seen Dracula, Frankenstein, and the Invisible Monster before, but this time through I watched Wolfman, the Mummy, and the Creature and many of the sequels. I am not kidding. These weren't scary, they were sad. In The Daughter of Dracula, her lover is scorned because she refuses to make him a vampire. So, he shoots her in the heart with a crossbow. In Bride of Frankenstein, the bride takes one look at Frankenstein's monster, screams, and tries to run away. So the monster destroys the lighthouse, the doctor and the bride are in, and killing them all because he was so sad not to be loved. Rewatching these also gave me a better appreciation for the characters, locations, and the missions for each monster in Horrified. Okay, now for a real other. As usual, I went to Thingiverse, and it did not fail me. There, I found a box organizer, which I might print, 3D prints of the characters, which I will print, and fan-made monsters. I need to explore these a bit more before printing them out. It looks as though they are 3D prints for the fan-made characters that have been posted on the BGG page. I am very interested in some of these, like the Phantom of the Opera, the Fly, and the Blob. It also looks as though someone has made an entire horror movie slasher version with Jason, Freddy, Pennywise, and the like. I had no idea what I was in for when I did a little looking. Lastly, Horrified was nominated for a few awards. It was nominated for three Golden Geek Awards, Best Thematic, Best Family, and Best Cooperative. It lost to Dune, Wingspan, and The Crew, respectively. It is easy to see why Horrified was nominated, yet it's also a little easy to see why it lost to these other great games. Expansions. There are no official expansions, but there are different versions of Horrified. Horrified American Monsters came out in 2021. Bigfoot, Mothman, the Jersey Devil, the Chupacabra, the Banshee of the Badlands, and the Ozark Howler 
stalk the town of Cross Creek. I got on the St. Louis Board Game Facebook page and posted that I was looking for a copy to borrow and play. Without fail, someone reached out and graciously offered to loan me their copy. COVID, however, kept me from borrowing it. The son and I met up with the gentleman and sat down to play this version at a local board gaming event after I was COVID free. So a big thank you goes out to John Keller. He and I now try to meet regularly to play games, both off of his shelf of shame and off of my shelf of shame. Anyway, the only real beef I have with this version comes from it offering nothing new other than different monsters and different ways of defeating them. This could have simply been an add-on pack that just came with the monsters and their tokens. Since it is not rooted in anything other than local legends, it doesn't quite have the deep theme that is present in the original. You don't often hear about the Jersey Devil hanging out with the Ozark Howler. There's no Abbott and Costello meet the Mothman. It just didn't have that grounded in lore feel that the Universal Monsters version did. However, people have made some fan-made monsters for this version that can be printed off and used in this version. Gamers and designers never cease to amaze me. Horrified Greek Monsters Pandora's box has been opened and six monsters have escaped. Players in the roles of heroes to recapture the Minotaur, Cerberus, Medusa, the Siren, Chimera, and the Basilisk to save the Isle of Elysium. This version was due out in October, and I might have pre-ordered it from Target. Okay, I did pre-order it, I did get it, I've already played it, and a full review will be forthcoming. I'm hoping that with the rich mythology lore, that the theme is felt through and through like the original. I'm also hoping that people will make fan-made monsters for it too. Perhaps I might try to create one myself. Bang for the buck. I grabbed my copy at a board game flea market at a lackluster convention I was attending for a steal of a deal. 15 bucks. Each game retails for $39.99 and I truly believe that it is worth it. As I mentioned in the component quality section, the minis are amazing. There are a lot of components and all of them are well made. For $40, Horrified is well worth the money. Add in that you can scale its difficulty and enjoy the replayability, you will totally get a great return on your investment. Summary. As I mentioned earlier, Horrified was nominated for some awards. As you can then interpolate, it holds a fairly high BGG rating of 7.7 with over 15,000 ratings. In a rare instance, I agree with this rating. I love the game. I love that it's replayable, and it feels different with each combination of monsters. Cooperative games are great for workplaces, as there is no winner-take-all. They work really well for team building. The theme for Horrify can be felt through every aspect of the game. So much so, it is ranked 49th overall on BGG under thematic games. It is also 30th in Family and an astounding 175th overall. Man, I have really gone down that rabbit hole with this game and the monster universe. I have watched over half the movies in the universe. I have watched and enjoyed most of them, but some of them are pretty bad. 
I was even inclined to watch The Fly, the original from 1958, as I wanted to better understand the references for the fan-made monster. It was streaming on HBO or Max. Anyway, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. As with the rest of the monsters in the base game, the fan-made Fly fits in nicely. I would even say seamlessly. There are two sequels to the original film, Return of the Fly and The Curse of the Fly. They were on DVD at the local library, and I watched both sequels while in a hotel room on a work trip. If your group likes co-op games, this is a can't miss. Go get it. Horrified is a fantastic game. You can find it in most local game shops, most online retail places, and I've already played the Greek Monster Edition. I have to tell you, it is also superb, and you could pick that one up as well, or instead, I would say as well, because why not have more options? Go give Horrified a chance, sit down, watch some of these old classic movies, and really enjoy the game. And as usual, you can reach out to me at facebook.com slash eatlunchandboardgame. Find me at poddenbox.com slash eatlunchandboardgame. I have a Discord channel now at eatlunchandboardgame. And you can always email me at eatlunchandboardgame at gmail.com. And remember, board games build business. When you're gaming, why not be comfy? Go over to supportplayer.org. Click on the cards, pieces, and dice to get some merch. These t-shirts are some of the most comfortable I have ever worn. That's supportplayer.org, and there's a link on eatlunchandboardgame.com.